What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy. As your host, I am a certified animal chiropractor, access consciousness facilitator, energetic magic with animals practitioner, and animal wizard. And I'm here today to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today's show, um, The Cranial Connection, Equine Cranial Sacral Balancing with special guest, Tracy Vroom. Hi, Tracy. Hi. How are you, Dr. Andy? I'm good. How are you? Um, I apologize for my voice, but otherwise I'm excited and, and happy to be here. Tracy has her sexy voice on today. She's a little under the weather, but we're so glad she made it on the show anyway. Um, so we're going to talk about cranial sacral balancing. And the title has equine in it, but we can do canine, we can do feline, we can do all kinds of, we do human cranial sacral balancing. But, you know, what is animal cranial sacral therapy? When would my animal choose cranial sacral work? Um, what kind of issues does the therapy address? Um, what can I expect during a session? <laughs> my favorite question I came up with, what do you mean the bones of my head and my animal's heads actually move? So <laughs> we're going to ask Tracy all of those questions today. Um, and you can join in on this radio adventure. Um, you can call in if you're in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the UK, 033-0001-0625. You can Skype them in at a2zen.fm, and you can chat them in at www.a2zen.fm. And along the top red line, um, click on Chat Room, and just check how easy it is to, to come join and play live. Um, and you don't even have to talk on the radio. You can just type in your questions. So how cool is that? So before we get started, let's lower all of our barriers and expand out. And then let's ask all of our animals to join us. And what would the animals like the world to know? How cool is that? So Tracy, I have her little bio here. She's so cool. We've known each other for years. And Tracy's been um, providing complementary health solutions for horses and dogs for more than a decade. Her innovative blended approach of non-invasive therapies is a combo of cranial skull therapy, shamanic healing, massage, tea touch, and herbal work. Um, the sessions help the animals activate their natural ability to heal. This way they come into balance emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually in a way that is right for them. She lives near Denver, travels around the U.S. seeing clients and teaching workshops. In addition to teaching for the Rocky Mountain School of Animal Acupuncture and Massage, she has her own school, The Cranial Connection, which is where I got the title of the show for, from. I thought that was Awesome, and kind of summed it all up. Um, she does offer an in-depth cranial sacral certification program, seven levels for horses and five levels for dogs. Um, and then Tracy believes that animals have been her most profound teachers and loves that she continues to grow and evolve in all aspects of her life, thanks to them. And you can reach Tracy at www.tracyvroom, which is Victor Roger. O-O-M.com, because <laughs> sometimes we say it and it's like, what, what? So hello, Tracy. Hi. I'm so excited. I love cranial work, so I love talking about it. 
Cool. So what is it? What is cranial sacral therapy works? Whatever word you want to use, what is it? Uh, you know, it's. I thought think about this all the time, and I think, do I go with the, the scientific explanation or the spiritual explanation? And I can't separate them. So the way I think about it, when you said, what do you mean the bones of my animal's head move? It's really exciting <laughs> to me to think that, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, they're moving. Not in a creepy way, but just that they, wherever the bone plates meet each other, there's movement. And um, that's created when the spinal fluid that, you know, when I think about our little critters like the dogs and how hard they are in their bodies, they're running around bouncing off of things. Every time they bunk their head, if those plates didn't move, there would be a huge problem for that little, not little, I think they have big brains, but big heart, big brains, um, it would be a problem. So the concussion or the pressures that are placed on that brain within that skull could become so great that it causes damage. So it's the, the brilliance of the body having its own protective mechanisms. And that spinal fluid that surrounds the brain, it, it has its own rate. What I mean by that is it's separate from heart rate, separate from respiration. There's a rhythm when the spinal fluid fills and releases around the brain and along around that spinal cord. Uh, it creates a rhythm, and that's what we're feeling for when we're doing cranial work. So it's it's a subtle rhythm for sure. It's hard. It's I don't want to say it's hard to feel, but you definitely have to develop a skill for it. Um, I took a I took a class long before I knew you. On I couldn't even tell you how many years ago, um, and. and it, it is. It's. It's. You really have got to kind of. I. Well, I now I know what I do with with some of the access tools, but kind of ask for that to show up and to kind of isolate itself from the breathing, which I think tends to maybe mask it the most. Yes, you, you can kind of kind of get into that respiration, and it's 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 not necessarily a respiration rhythm. It's it's its own little rhythm, and and one of the key things I remember from class is if you think you got it, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so yeah, you're actually feeling that spinal fluid move from one end of the body to the other, and then around the skull, you know, and all of that. So yeah, and then it, it's like the ripple in the pond. I think about you know when you look at that spinal fluid filling and releasing. Anything that's innervated or has a nerve in the body is connected to that. It's all connected, and so it ripples or moves throughout the entire body. So even though we say cranium to sacrum or craniosacral, mm-hmm. it's through the whole body. And it feels like this beautiful ocean wave when it's balanced and moving fluidly. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm looking at an animal and and you get you need to get into a little, uh, I call it a meditative state or an expanded state. Um, it's, and, and really it means that I'm just listening really, really well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Letting, letting, yeah, letting that the animal show me because they're the rulers of their bodies. They, the body never lies. It, it's like this beautiful roadmap of everything that's happened to them in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. that, that yes. Because um, they they keep that that trauma, that, that, that story in their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a subconscious thing. I mean, it's, you know, the cells. We I've studied it. 
I'm a bit of a science nerd when it comes to this stuff, but what we found recently is that it's, it is the magical side of it. It's like every one of those little cells, these 50 trillion cells that humans have, um, have hold these little little stories and, and the good and the not so good. So um, mm-hmm. this type of work can really help facilitate release in those cases when it's maybe there's been a really significant emotional trauma to to a dog or a cat I worked with camels in the zoo or um, any kind of an animal that or per- person that's had a trauma, we can help mm-hmm. look at that and, and make it safe for them to release that trauma and bring the body back into balance. Pretty cool. Because craniosacral work was developed how long ago? And was it developed for humans? I, I kind of assumed it was. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Sutherland was the father of... Um, they called it, he called it cranial, cranial osteopathy. He was okay. a CEO, doctor of osteopathy, in the That's 1900s. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was a, he is a crazy kooky guy because, I don't know if you ever heard this story, he had his wife, poor wife, like, he put a football helmet on his head and he had, he took these blocks of wood. <laughs> I do remember the story. <laughs> okay, go yes, ahead. Yes. He would, yeah, he would clamp these different parts of his cranium. So he'd pick like frontal bone and he'd tighten these vices until that the cranial rhythm would stop. He'd stop his cranial rhythm in the bone. And then he'd have his wife record his behaviors. <laughs> he'd, he'd just say, like, act like, a to- act like a total jerk when the frontal bone was restricted. And, and so, you know, he realized this head restriction can cause significant behavioral things, but gosh, his poor wife must have put up with some quite some funny stories. But yeah, um, yeah I so. do remember that. Because we, at going through chiropractic school, we, we always kind of, you know, heard about cranial sacral. And I always looked at those classes. I've never done any of that training with people. Like I said, I took the one class on horses and dogs many years ago. And I, I bet I still do a little bit of it, just but I've kind of... Um, but I used to do a lot of just making sure there was no kinks in the in the cord, so, so to speak, um, from where that cranial um, the, the the fluid would run, the spinal fluid would run. Blah. So when when would an ana- when when would an animal? I I phrase this question because you know when would an animal choose to do cranial sacral work? You know, a couple ways I think about it. Of course, I would say. My in my head, I say everybody needs cranial work, but yeah. I think that's true of a lot of therapies because form yeah. follows function. I think if we get the reason I love to partner with people like you who do beautiful chiropractic work, and that you're doing, you do a lot more than that. But it, it's the structure needs to be set in a in a way that the bones are stacked right, and that you know that as free moving as we can possibly get them, and then I come in and work with the nervous system and the signals that go to all the soft tissues. So thinking about, you know, from a simple standpoint of the dog and chiropractic, maybe within a week we do a little cranial work, the finesse work of maybe tying it all together, helping them hold those changes. Um, and then specific pathology depends on the, the species. You know, when I when I was called to the zoo to work on the camel princess um she was having trouble getting up, <laughs> and sim- simply she just had a stiff shoulder and nothing they had tried, even medication, she would just stay laying down, and that wasn't healthy for her. And so that's an example of, you know, an exotic, but um, 
and we did she did get cranial work um on a biweekly basis probably for six months. But you know, that I volunteered my time. It was a non profit zoo. So um of course I wanted to help as much as possible. But I mean it, it, with dogs I see a so lot of how many of, um, treatments did the shoulder take? Was it just the one? Did you you know Well, I think honestly it was like if we asked Princess, she was just like enjoying the attention. But uh-huh. I yeah. think the true benefit was probably seen within two to three sessions for her. That's cool. And she, yeah, yeah, not bad. She was. But you actually went know. like six times, right? Because Princess wanted that. <laughs> we, I went. You know what I did? I actually, yeah. She said, <laughs> "I guess she told her her keeper, I'd like Tracy to come like every other week." So mm-hmm. I did for probably <laughs> six months. <laughs> oh wow! She milked it. That's awesome. Good for her. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. She did. yeah. So with dogs, you know, that I'll see everything from injury, post-injury, during a rehab phase, to older dogs with vestibular syndrome, whether they've got the head tilt, and um, we're trying to help support Ooh, yeah. what's going on. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, describe to everybody what vestibular is, if you can. If not, so, I can. <laughs> well, you can save my voice and describe it. How okay, cool. I will. Good idea. That's even better. I like that even better. Um, so, vestibular um, disease generally shows up um, idiopathically in senior dogs most of the time, and idiopathically means even the idiots can't figure out why it happens. Um, and so, there's generally not a reason. It's an inner ear issue where they get um, nystagmus, which means maybe the eyes are flicking back and forth, head tilt. They may get very nauseous and stop eating. They may may or may not be able to walk because they're so dizzy from it. Um, Generally, it resolves on its own in so many days. Um, And then generally, in my experience, chiropractic is very helpful to resolving it faster and with a lot more ease. Um, There's generally not a medication for it, although they will give something so they can eat, so they're not so, they do an anti-dizzy and maybe an anti-nausea medication with it, but there's nothing to quote-unquote resolve it. Um, And so, yeah, if you can get in there and actually maybe you know, fix those cranial, fix, I hate, you know, but fix those cranial bones to let that fluid flow more evenly. How much faster do they tend to resolve for you? Gosh, you know, I actually had firsthand experience with it with my own senior dog who was 15. Um, Within a few days, she was, and and that's pretty standard for for the condition anyway, Mm -hmm. but what I found that made it a lot less scary for her because, I could support her through the scary part of being dizzy and losing her balance. Her balance came back faster and no head tilt. So that was very helpful. Some dogs, um, their head tilt remains, even everything else resolves um, with the chiropractic. That tends to dissipate. Um, And then, yeah, the whole process is very scary for them, very. Because generally they wake up or they move and then it just happens and they're like, whoa. Um, right. And 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 they have a you know probably a sense that they don't really have control over what's going on with their body, which can be a little frightening to them. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about some other issues you can use the cranial sacral balancing with. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. 
what would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today and with my guest, Tracy Vroom. And again, I invite you to join us with your questions and your animals. And check out just how easy it is to chat in your questions live and come play right now at www.a2zen.fm and click on chat room along the top of the home page. You can also email me your questions directly at a later date at drandy at harpersridge.com. And Tracy, what's your email? It's my name, Tracy Vroom, at gmail.com. Okay, easy as that. Um, so now back to our uh, amazing animals, as they are. So what other issues um, that you've seen cranial sacral um, affect with the ease? I think, you know, I think about this a lot, like what is the bulk of what who comes to me when I, you mm-hmm. know, and looking at my client base and, I think, you know, aging is certainly what a, a primary for me. I think because at that point, like, a lot of the meds can have um, over time other issues or cause other issues. So there, a lot of people are looking for solutions that are non, mm-hmm. non-medical or it enhance the medical side of it. So, you know, the de- degenerative type of things like the arthritis and um, spinal degeneration Typically, I get called for a lot of um, um, head trauma or spinal stuff. So it's nervous system because that makes sense to most people. I think it it has a lot of uh, the way I do cranial work. We work with the intestines and basically every system of the body. Mm -hmm. But it's just not it's just not mainstream yet. It's a little bit of a fringy, I would say, therapy right now. Still, in the horse world, it's a little bit better known, a little bit less in the dog world. So how long have you been doing cranial sacral therapy? About 15 years. Okay. So you've been fringy before anybody else, huh? Yeah, I've been fringy <laughs> a long time. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Um, sorry. Um, so I, I have, before I, I start all my shows in, in my office, and I always ask all my animals that are here with me who wants to stay. If they stay, they'd be quiet. If or they have to leave the room, and and the poodle and the female kitty stay, and so the poodle's here going. Um, could you set up appointment with Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I come out and see your puppies, and you can work on my senior dog because he's like, yes, I'd like to go. So that'd be awesome. He, he's awesome at it. asking with who and what he wants done. He's so funny about that, but he's like, yes, I'd like to go. So when I bring the poodle, um, 
what what would I expect while you're working on him? Like, what does that look like well, to the owners? Oh, sure. Yeah, I I usually get really quiet and tune into the animals so I can really listen. And I ask them to show me where to put my hands and where the they animal. want me to work. The animal. You ask the animal, yep. yeah. yeah. I ask the animal always. I always ask permission, and, and, and it's usually nonverbal, but if I know the person well enough, I'll do my chatting out loud, but it, it can all be done nonverbally. And then, you know, wherever I place my hands, my hands are very still. This is energy work. So I'm placing my hands, and and energetically, I think of it like scanning through the layers from the energy field, which exists outside of the body, all the way through the physical layers to the bone layer. And wherever the animal says, hold on a minute, <laughs> that needs some attention, <laughs> I hang out. And by nature of just focusing and setting the intention of what's happening here and it's it's like um where is there fluidity, where is there motion and where is there not motion. So I'm looking for um absence of motion or something that's not op- operating optimally is another way to say it. Um I do it what you're describing kind of reads for what I do, but I don't use all those those words, and, you know, we use restriction and all that. So, but when you're mm-hmm. looking for the non-motion, is that comparing just that animal's body, or do you compare from body to body, or how do you I know there's no motion every- there? And I know that's a really hard question, and I always get those hard questions from people, too, but how do you know there's yeah, no motion there? <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. So, uh, what I'm feeling for is in that body, in that moment, I'm asking them, does this feel good to you? Do you feel okay? It's nonverbal. It's like it's, mm-hmm. a, so it's, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to explain to people, but the energy of it, I'll feel cold or my energy will just be sucked into that area, it feels like, and the animal will just ask me to hang out there. And so what I'm feeling is really they're guiding the whole process, like they're calling the shots. I always mm-hmm. tell them they're the boss and and. I think that they're orchestrating their own healing in a big way. And so I think it goes back to that cellular piece about when we have an injury or a trauma, we kind of disengage from that part of the body or wall it off, mm-hmm. maybe create a little bubble around it inside, and, and it, it helps us move forward. And it has its purpose, and yet now it's created an area that sits in the body that is not optimal. It's, it's, it's creating imbalance. And so I'll ask them permission to to hang out with them, and oftentimes I'll just say, "Oh yeah, look at that! I don't need that anymore." And we and it moves out of the body, and 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 the and the flow is restored, and they're doing that. So I don't mm-hmm. think you know it, it's non-doing really. It's it's just helping to facilitate. It's just a facilitation of what they yep. can, they themselves can actually do. Um, exactly. <laughs> very cool. Um, so how comfortable are a lot of um, animal parents with the silence and the non-moving and the I'm trying to paint a picture for people so they know what they're walking into because in this reality there's usually a lot of talking and a lot of doing yeah I think the biggest challenge for most people is to be still and to be mm-hmm. really present and I and I ask them like their part I think that in in my experience you you can't take the guardian animal guardian out of the equation there so i ask them to hold space and really let me know if they feel like the animal is concerned they're not a, 
I don't say, hey, be quiet and sit in the corner. They're actually part of the process for, with me, and it helps with the trust for the animal because that's their person. And I think it is a little bit unnerving for some people to be in silence, but what I say is, like, I'm not going to just, this isn't proprietary. Like, I'm going to share everything that the animal says is okay to share, so don't worry. Like, we're going to talk about this. We'll have our talk time. Just I need to have that kind of focus so I can really listen at that cellular level. Otherwise, I can't. I feel like I can't really do the the best work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the the energy that the 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 poodle's loving this. He's like, oh yes, we've got to go do this. And he's like, he was very intrigued in how honoring you are of all of that. And that's he he really that's his big thing with with people and with who gets to treat him is how he, they honor him. So that's, that's very cool. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, and the person, too, though, right, Dr. And, like, we have to honor their their connection is so mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And the yeah. Yeah, we talk about it in a little more graphic terms, like with dog training, you know, we always say, we call it dog training, but it's really people training, but it's really a team training, you know, so it's not necessarily just working on the dog, you you do have that animal parent, that owner, that however you want to call them, is there, and that energy is there. So we've talked, we've talked mostly about mechanical issues, Um, what about behavioral issues? Well, when we talk about this, you know, with Dr. Sutherland, when he clamps his frontal bone, I think about all those agility dogs and <laughs> every time they bonk, bonk their head or they ro- go rolling off a, a piece of equipment, how does that change their attitude? You know, if there's compression in the body, how does it affect behavior or pain in the body? Uh, for sure, it, it does affect behavior. Um, I work with a lot of rescue dogs that are, out of puppy mills or just shelter dogs that um, have trauma. And we find that the cranial work can get to the deeper aspects of that, find those emotional pockets that are held in the body, the same as a physical trauma. So we can say, are you ready for that? We would never just go in and do it. We have to say, are you ready? Um, If we can see something sitting in the body, maybe it's around their heart. You know, maybe their heart was broken. And it looks like a literal encasement around the heart chakra or around the heart and maybe maybe that's what comes up in the session and if we can ask that to dissipate or ask them to release it or let it go uh, release a restriction uh, the balance comes back in the emotions and the mental side as well so it's it's a really complex um, healing technique and there are other healing techniques I just want to say that are amazing to do that, that do this as well this just happens to be my my mm-hmm. technique of choice that's the yes. Um, I've I don't know if I've played with it as much as you, but there'll be times when dogs come in for their quote unquote adjustment, and I do that, and then we have a whole different emotional dog. <laughs> like they came, they came in, you know, this sad little thing out of the shelter, and they come back for visit three. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm like. What what did I do? That's so cool. So, yeah, back to how much the body holds on the traumas, holds on to the emotions, walls it off. Um, 
all of that. Um, and, and have you come across this? This is what I call it. I don't know if you have different terms for it when they're not even in their body anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they just pop in and out, and it's like they're kind of just, there's nobody home. You're like looking at the dogs there physically, but there's where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, there's a body. We've got a body, but where'd the soul go? And I think it's a compensation. Like they just, they've had so much stress and so many bad things happen to them that the only way they can cope is mm-hmm. to leave. Mm-hmm. And if I can yeah. say, hey, give me a chance, like, if you stay here with me and we work together as a team and we really, like, I just hold them in my heart and I just think I'm just going to hold love for you. I don't throw love at them. I don't push love. I just say I'm holding you in in love and light. And if you're interested, I'm here for you. If you can come back into your body, we can really, we can make some changes, I think. We can help you be here and have better coping skills. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, awesome. Let's take a break. Um, I've got another question here, and then I want to talk about what else your sessions encompass beyond um, just the cranial sacral work. Okay. Great. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Um, where am I? Yes, and so thanks so much for hanging out with me and my guest Tracy Broom today. Um, we are here, or I am here every Monday on A2Zen.fm. And along with that, I do have an animal practice in Denver, Colorado, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, and energetic magic with animal sessions. Um, these sessions are a unique way of transforming limitations into possibilities and healing for you and your animals. Each energetic session includes the use of tools and processing from access consciousness to create a different possibility with your animal's body, um, with their person, in their home, and beyond. And um, you can get in on that action from anywhere in the world with a phone session. Or if you happen to be in Colorado, a hands-on session that includes... Um, the energetic and the verbal processing. And you can make appointments by calling 303-518-3688. 2015 is here and going fast. And we've got lots of stuff um, coming up. On Thursday, I'm actually offering a five-day uh, five 
to change your life, and that is for the people only, and that's January 29th through February 2nd, and that includes the beginning access consciousness classes, the bars, foundation, and level one, and that's happening at my Denver office. Um, And then if you have ever wondered um, that there should and could be more to your life and living, and if that happens to be you, um, you know, and you know that... um, on this planet, things can change, and what if that change starts with you? So if you are if you can't get there by this Thursday, um, why don't you take a look at those classes on accessconsciousness.com for the future. We're going to do bars again at the Denver office on February 6th. We're going to do a taste of access on animals and entities, what, with um, my very good friend Cara Wrights coming in from Washington State, and we're going to offer that on Friday evening. And then she's staying Saturday and Sunday to offer Talk to the Entities, the Beginning, also at the Denver office. At the end of March, I'm hoping to be at the AKC National Agility Championships, um, uh, working on the dogs and the people there, um, doing some energetic magic with animal sessions. And then hot off the presses, we're going to do a telecall. Um, April. It'll start April 6th with my other good friend, colleague. Callie, and we're going to do another certified facilitator, and it's Beyond Animal Communication, the beginning. So we're going to see if we can teach you how to communicate with your animals um, even more than you already do. Tracy, my friend, after all of that, what do, you, do you have any events, classes, what's going on in your world and around the country? Oh, gosh, I just posted my 2015 schedule. It's very exciting. So I'm doing having a lot of classes in California right now for some reason, but also here in Colorado. So there'll be a canine program starting up, I think. Of course, I don't have it in front of me, but um, I think it's in April, so March or April, and that's for cranial work. That's a level one, but you can check out my website and see the full schedule. So So tracyvroom.com has it all there. Yes. Yes, has your schedule. Awesome. Great. So Stephanie asks, what signs do you look for to tell you what your dog requires? Cranial sacral, chiropractic, massage, acupuncture. Um, And and Tracy kind of chimes in. She's like, I'd love to know what to look for. That is the age-old question, isn't it, Tracy? Yes, it's really challenging. And I'm just so proud of all of the... um, owners slash guardians, whatever you want to call them, who really educate themselves about all these different practices because it can be challenging. Uh, But what I think about, I like to talk to my clients and and try to figure it out together. Like I think putting our heads together and working as a team, it's why, you know, if somebody calls me and says, oh, this is happening, I can ask really good questions. So the question is, what do you guys look for? Um, As far as cranial work, I'm going to look for, you know, soreness, stiffness. I think chiropractic for me is the first thing that I ask people to do to make sure that that's addressed. Like I said before, form follows function. I really want the body, how the bones are, and um, it's more than that, but you know what I mean, Dr. A. Like, have they seen a chiropractor recently? If they haven't, I'd really like them to do that, and then the cranial work is, is... follow-up. So did the the chiropractic not hold very long? Are they still not responding how we want them to? Um, Are they not, you know, responding well to their veterinary protocols like pain meds? And um, so I'm I'm support staff in a big way. Well, and what if, you know, 
and I hear that a lot from a lot of different practitioners. They always go, go to the chiropractic first, and it's almost like that's the global big thing. Like, we'll get make sure all this big stuff is in alignment, and yeah. then if they're not holding, and then if they're still going on, if and then you can fine-tune with the cranial yeah. sacral. You can get in and look at the details a little bit more. It's kind yeah, of just the awareness that just came to me a little bit on that. I think so, because I think about, like, well, especially with my body, if I if I go and get a massage, yes, it feels good, but if my back is just really stiff and it, and they're, they can only do so much. And one of my friend, other friends who's a chiropractor calls her job the bulldozing, which she doesn't bulldoze. But she, yeah, <laughs> she's no, absolutely. You know, let me get that done. Yeah, and, and with your work where you're using the laser, it really helps, t- you know, for them to integrate it with the nervous system, which is awesome. And then I think, you know, for I like to alternate. Like, let's do... So we come up with a program, and that's my favorite thing to do, is to really work where the the owner, the guardian, is part of the program. Like they say, okay, here's my budget. Um, what can we do It's for the highest good of the dog to keep them in maintenance so that we don't have these acute mm-hmm. fall-apart things? So, what? okay, let's see, how far can we go between cranio sessions? And then we, then we put in a chiropractic. And Anyway, I like to just work with the whole team and I share my reports with every practitioner I'm working with and, and I love that because then everybody's on the same page and it's the biggest bang for your buck as, a, as an owner. Yes, and, and I, I do the very similar with like the quote-unquote treatment plans. Um, a lot of clients, they have these acute episodes and then they throw everything at the dog. You know, we, we came to see you first. We have acupuncture tomorrow. We have a massage on Thursday, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so what can we do here so we don't have to do that too? Right. Meaning let's do one thing every two weeks or the dog needs something every three weeks, whatever that looks like. And And it's a little bit of you've got to play with it a little bit, but – if we can keep these acute crashes, especially with the senior guys, that's always pretty high on my priority list. Right. And, and yeah, then some, keep, keep them from having highs and lows, you know, like yes. those, just keep them keel. Well, and, and, and budget does play a part. You know, I had recently a gal with a greyhound. She's like, well, how often should I do the chiropractic every month? And when I come down to I'm like, no, let's just do something every month because she was very nervous about the cost of it. I'm like, just do something. You already have the acupuncture going. So see me in maybe it's every three months because you do acupuncture, massage, and then me. And she's like, and you could just see the relief in her face. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> good. And then the dog can relax too because then it works for everybody. Exactly. And I've had I've had people say to me, well, this practitioner said I have to come to them for everything. And I think, mm-hmm. well, Gosh, I hope I never get that way because I, you know, I think you need other viewpoints. You need the meeting of the minds to really look at the everything, or you're going to miss something. I love a second pair of eyes, a third pair of eyes, because we all have our lens that we view everything from. And sure. so, if you can get a different point of view thrown in there, that could, you know, bust open a huge space for everybody to heal. Why not? Absolutely. And I was thinking about I did an herbal blend for somebody, a human, the other day because I do herbs for people too. And he said to Tracy that, you know, that herb didn't work at all for me and, you know, it was for his back pain. And I said, you know, I'm just, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. And this is a, not a very happy story, but he was 
I said, well, what does your doctor say? And he said, well, I have, I'm scheduled to go in again for more tests. And he has lung cancer, stage 4 lung cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really do still need our medical doctors to diagnose and help us with certain aspects of this. Or, gosh, you know, I'm glad he didn't just keep trying my herbal remedy. And, and he, obviously he had been to the doctor before, but so I mm-hmm. wasn't diagnosing. You well, know where I'm going. And then we always go to, well, that didn't work. Well, what if right. that's actually still really good information and we need to look at this a different way? Yeah, it didn't work. For what reason? Exactly. You know, and there's a, there's a really dramatic example. It was because it, it was not traditional muscular skeletal back pain. There was something else going on. Right. And so what if you can gather information from whatever you choose and it's not all one source? Exactly. Um, I prefer not to be the one source, let me tell you. There's not right, enough of me to go pressure. around. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, Please, go bother Tracy for a while. That'd be great. No. Um, not at all the bothering part. But please, go see Tracy, you know. Go right? go do that. Go, And I think the animals um, love interacting with all the different people and all the different things, too. For sure. So, and I think, you know, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Please. No, I was just going to say, working with veterinarians who... I, that they're such a critical part of the team, and and I think that there's been some fear factor about that for a while about um, holistic meeting um, medical. And what I am so excited about is that there's so many amazing vets who are like, yes, let's do this together because they see so many things and have such great intuition. That's all I was going to yeah. say is that they're a valuable part of it. And I'm I'm seeing a lot of that too. And you know, and I have you know, I, we only want to do alternative stuff. People in my office like. Yeah, but what could that blood work tell us? Or right. what could getting some information from an orthopedic tell us? It doesn't mean you have to do it their way, but you can get information from other places. <laughs> yes, right. they, they, I think they think if I go in there, I have to do what they say. And what if it's just right. information gathering and you can yes, still have choice exactly. and your animal can yes. still have choice? Um, So let's talk a little bit, like, bigger realm on your sessions, because you mentioned herbal work for people. I'm assuming that also goes for animals. There's tea touch, there's massage, I can't even speak, oh my goodness, massage, and then shamanic healing. Yes, it's, you know, I look at, similar to working with the team, I I work in my head with my own team. (laughs) What what are we going to do here? (laughs) All the voices start talking. Um, I love my voices, so. Me too. They're just such great guides. But the best voice is the animal saying, hey, you know what? I know in your little toolbox, your little tool bag that you have hanging off your belt, you've got the shamanic side. So can we look at light work? Can we look at the energy side of this in a different way? And and it just gives me a richer tapestry to pull from. But the animal really dictates what I do. It's all offered within one session. So if I get there and let's say I get you a horse client and their feet haven't been done in six months and their teeth are a mess and there's like this checklist, I'll say, okay, wait a minute. Let's start in the beginning and here's what I would do if this were my horse or this were my dog. And that way they get get everything. You know, it's the whole whole bag of, of magic. All right, let's take, actually, let's take a break a little early and then come back um, and we'll hear a little bit more about shamanic and light and all of that. Because what what other information does everybody want to know?
Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Hello, hello. Our next show here at Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show is Remember, Casper was the friendly ghost. Um, it'll be February 2nd. Um, Cara Wright, Talk to the Entities facilitator, will be back. And we're going to talk about how um, entities and ghosts could be contributory to you and your animals. And we are here every Monday at a to zenfm 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific. You can check out all the events at my Facebook page, backslash Harper's Ridge, or email me at drandy at Harper's Ridge. Again, you can get a hold of Tracy, um, book a session with her directly, check out all of her classes she's got coming up on the Cranial Connection, and that's tracyvroom.com, or email her at tracyvroom at gmail.com. And as a certified animal chiropractor, I'd like to remind everyone that this information was provided for informational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness. If you or your animal have a health concern, you are encouraged to seek the counsel of a veterinarian who is knowledgeable in your area of interest. Okay, all the boring stuff is out of the way. Um, shamanic healing, go. No. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> just a little bit. Just get people curious about the topic. And I actually know very little. So, And, of course, this part of the show goes very fast. So what, what, would, what would you like to share about that? And I know it's a huge, huge, big subject. It's a huge subject. I studied for eight years with a shaman um, who was trained in Peruvian, Tibetan, West African type um, indigenous cultural work. Basically for me, it's a, it's the, a way for me to, to access spirit, access the soul level of the animal. And what I mean by that is if I talk mind to mind, the animal's not going to necessarily always be able to tell me, and I, not a diagnosis, but like, a, oh, I have this sitting in my stomach and this is what it means. But if I tune into the soul level and have access to the grid of creation, so to speak, downloads happen. I get these huge chunks of things that I'd say, oh my gosh, I never would have thought of that. No, my brain would not have thought of it because it didn't come from me. It came mm-hmm. from a, a higher level. So that's in a nutshell, but it's way oversimplified. So I know, but say that again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if any, you didn't think of it because you it didn't actually come from you. Right. Right. So, Right. If I'm tuned in and I everything has frequency and there's this huge 
collective consciousness, like a soup of information, and the soul is connected to that. I have access to all of that, in, including what's happening for the animal in that moment, as well as the solutions that are optimal for them in that moment. Yeah, that that's so cool. And that's something we talk about on the show a lot, is that communication with your animal, that... You didn't think of it because it doesn't come from you. I love that statement because what if people do communicate with their animals? And this is on a very simplistic level versus eight years in shamanic training. So I don't want to like dismiss all of your experience with that. But I just I'm I'm here to empower people to know what they know about their animal. Like what if you do know what's going on and what's really going to work for them, and really step into that. They totally know the owners. Like, I, I have to say, like, if I open this dialogue and open that kind of container and say, if you really sit still for a minute and what's the first thing that pops into your head? And it's 99.9% of the time, it's right on. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's outrageous. I love it. It's empowering, empowering to the owners because they do know this. Everyone, this isn't, I'm not special. I hate to say it that way, but everybody has the ability to tap in. If there's no... It's just developing a different muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I tell people that all the time. You have 15 years. I've got 12 years. It's just something I do and you do every single day. And if the owners did that every single day, they can, yes, build that muscle. It's Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, and it's not special. <laughs> I'm not no. special. You're not special. No, it's it's there for everybody. But you do have to get quiet, um, met, you know, get into that meditative state if that works for you. Uh, I'm not very good at quiet, so I think that's why you do cranial sacral and I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, and that you know, you got to follow that energy too. Um, but I, you know, I tend to be able to do it with a lot more action going around me. But what if it's just the muscle? So that's that's very cool, um, and I loved how you described that. And 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 how else can shamanic work come across for people in your sessions? It feels it gives us. I feel like it gives us deeper access, and and because we're at, working at a soul level, the animals do tend that that leave tend to come back, and it, it we I feel like we get further faster, and um, and I think no matter what happens when you're in a container like that where you're coming from the heart, the shamans say we see with the eyes of our heart or through the eyes of our heart, and that's the only way you can see because it's a non-judgment, non-attachment the outcome, it means we're basically totally accepting the animal in that moment and just being present. And, oh, my gosh, that is the biggest gift you can give to the owner, to the animal, is your presence. Because how much presence do we have in our day-to-day living? All of your interactions at the grocery store, all your interactions at work, how many other people are actually present with you? Right. Not many. And so what a huge gift you are when you come into the home and quiet everything down. And, yeah. just and it present. doesn't mean we have to, you know, it doesn't mean we have to not talk or, but, mm-hmm. but it's really like that you've no distractions and my cell phone's not going off. It's put away. It's turned off. It's a total presence with the animals. So, and I think if we, it's being heard. I think that's mm-hmm. what people crave. Yeah. And I've said this, people, animal, whatever, that's probably the biggest gift that chiropractors and chiropractic has is that we spend time with our patients. We haven't 
bought into traditional medicine, you have three minutes, and what pills would you like? Um, we talk, I talk, there's listening, and a lot of that opens up the space for healing without, quote-unquote, doing anything. That's exactly right. That's why it's so empowering to the owner because they're with the animal all the time, and if they can even just do a minute of total presence, that's just as healing as paying me for an hour. <laughs> Which, if that worked too, that you know that that's what works. And 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 yes. how, how awesome is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are so many times when clients sit down in front of me and uh, I'm like, and you're here for what? You got it. You you know you're you you know what's going on here, and sometimes yeah. it's just the acknowledgement from from you or from me or from yeah, it's that being heard part, that acknowledgement part. Yes. That yeah. you know, for for all of our trading, might be the biggest space that's required. Yes. Definitely. Again, we're not that special, Tracy. No, we're not special, but we're fun. <laughs> we are a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, how awesome. We've got a couple more minutes. What else? Anyone in the chat room have any other questions? What else would the animals like to know? What else would information we like out in the world? Anything you'd like to say? <laughs> Gosh, I just hope that people take away from this that they are, everybody's a healer and that I think it's about supporting each other and our animals and the more we have, we're not afraid to just say, hey, this popped into my head or, hey, can I pick your brain and that we collaborate and create community around this, that it, it just makes it so much easier and we feel, um, I, I guess, part of the healing process, not that somebody's doing it for us. Yeah, yeah, everyone's involved. And, you know, what if, what if, yeah, what if that space of communion, that communication, we can change, change the world, change our animals, change yeah. how everything functions around us. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to me, and I'm happy to be part of it and happy to help everybody. Um, and, and, and I think seeing their unique gifts, is why I teach the classes. I want people to recognize what they carry into the world. That's, that juices me up, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy. This was, I love the sexy voice. Until next oh, week, how much you. fun can we have with our animals? <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?